Hello everyone, how are you doing today? Welcome to Tall Tales with Alex and today's adventure, Secret Agent Jim Bonk, Part 2. Do you remember where Agent Jim Bonk was when we last saw him? He had discovered the secret entrance to Maniacal Maria's base in the cliffs on the beach. He put the keycard into the rocks and the cliff began to slide away with a loud ksh, revealing a long tunnel made of metal with red lights all the way down it. He took a deep breath and stepped inside. The tunnel was long and quiet. Jim's footsteps echoed against the metal floor and walls as he walked towards a small cart that looked like it sat on a track, which led all the way down the tunnel and towards a light right at the very far end. Jim thought about how long it would take to walk all the way down the tunnel. It would take an extremely long time and he didn't know how long he had until Maniacal Maria unleashed her dastardly plan. It looked like the only way to get there in time was to use this card. So he reached down, opened the door, and sat inside. In front of where he sat was a button. That was it. Just the one button. It was big and gold with the word START written in white letters on it. Agent Bonk leaned forward, placed the palm of his hand on the button, and gave it a push. Immediately the tunnel burst into life. The cart began to move forward, and the lights went off, as images of Maniacal Maria were shone onto the walls of the tunnel, whilst dramatic music played. A voice came out of speakers echoing down the tunnel. Welcome to the secret base of Maniacal Maria. Maniacal Maria is one of the world's most clever evil geniuses and has been causing mayhem around the planet for many years. The cart rolled down the tunnel as videos and pictures flashed all around Jim Bonk, showing Maniacal Maria's whole career as an evil genius. There was a photo of Maniacal Maria when she was a young girl, playing with a chemistry set. Maniacal Maria's passion for being an evil genius began when she was just a little girl, after receiving a chemistry set for her birthday. She used this set to create a drink that made her older brother grow fur all over his body. She refused to reveal how to remove the fur, and her older brother still has to shave his entire body twice a week to this day. Next, there was a video of Maniacal Maria being handed an award at graduation. Maniacal Maria's abilities as an evil genius child did not go unnoticed and she was invited to attend the best evil genius school in the world, Dastardly High. Here, she graduated top of her class, being awarded a special commendation for her invention of a flying robot that would follow around behind people and turn off any light switches they would turn on. The school had to study without any lights in the classrooms for weeks, and Maniacal Maria's reputation began to grow. The cart continued to roll down the tunnel's tracks, making its way towards the light at the end. The voice over the speakers continued to talk about the many evil tricks Maria had played on the world, with pictures and videos projected onto the tunnel walls. As the cart finally reached the end of the tunnel, the voice over the speakers said, And now we arrive at the super-secret headquarters of Maniacal Maria. Step through this door and a world of villainous and diabolical plans await you. We hope you enjoy your stay. Unless you're a top super-secret spy, of course. If you're a super-secret spy, we hope you have a truly terrible time. 
and the voice disappeared as the lights came back on. Suddenly, the tunnel was quiet again. Agent Bonk opened the cart door and stepped out. In front of him was, well, a normal door. Not a particularly special door, just a door with a handle. It looked like a door that could lead to any kind of normal room behind it. Absolutely nothing interesting about it. Jim reached forward, placed his hand on the handle, and slowly opened the door just a crack and peeked through. If the door looked normal, the room behind it was anything but. Agent Bonk was presented with an enormous circular space. The roof was dome-shaped with a hole at the top which looked out onto the sky. The centre of the room was huge and open, but around the walls were hundreds of different floors with scientists in white lab coats rushing around all over the place, disappearing into thousands of doors and popping back out of other ones. Not one of them looked up at Jim as they carried on rushing around, staring at clipboards and talking into phones. Agent Jim Bonk squeezed through the small gap in the door that he had opened and shuffled along the edge of the wall, trying not to be seen. Still, nobody looked up at him. He darted behind a crate nearby and crouched down. Raising his walkie-talkie watch to his mouth, he said, Major General Geraldine Major, I did it. I'm in the secret base, over. The walkie-talkie crackled into life as the Major General's voice came over the line. Well done, Agent Bonk. That's the kind of world-class spy work we expect from you. What can you see? Jim peeked over the crate and into the space. Well, everyone seems to be very busy. Nobody has noticed I'm here. As he looked up, he saw a big board with writing and numbers on it. Agent Bonk spoke into his watch again. There's a big sign that says, Countdown until launch, 30 minutes. And the number is counting down. That would be why nobody has seen you, Agent Bonk. They're all very busy with work, getting ready to launch whatever naughty plan Maniacal Maria has planned. You must find out what they're planning on launching and stop it, Agent Bonk. Jim looked around at all the scientists rushing around in their white lab coats. Hmm. Even though they're all busy with their work, there's no way I can just walk through here without being spotted as a super-secret spy. If I'm going to blend in, I'm going to have to somehow get hold of one of those scientists' lab coats. But that's going to be extremely tricky, Agent Bong thought to himself. At that exact moment, a scientist walking past turned to a fellow scientist and said, My goodness, it's, it's warm in here, isn't it? God, it must be because of the engines warming up for the launch and everyone's running around in a rush. I know, I'll take off my lab coat and leave it on this crate right here. That, that should help cool me down. I'll, I'll come back and pick it up later. And the scientists removed their white lab coat, folded it very neatly and placed it on top of the very crate that Agent Jim Bonk was hiding behind. This was exactly his luck. While the whole of headquarters at the super-secret spy agency thought Jim was an amazing spy, he secretly knew that he was just the luckiest person on the planet. Jim slowly reached up a hand, patting around on the top of the crate until his hand finally 
found the coat that had been left by the scientist. Trying extremely hard not to be noticed, he began to drag the coat towards himself at a snail's pace, bit by bit by bit. Finally, the coat slipped off the side of the crate and into Jim's lap. After putting on the lab coat, Agent Bonk radioed Mission Control. Major General Geraldine Major, I've managed to come into possession of one of the scientists' lab coats. I'm going to use it to infiltrate Maniacal Maria's base. Incredible, Agent Bonk, said the General Major. How on earth did you manage that? she asked. Oh, uh, you know, um, just using my, uh, secret spy training to, um, apprehend and subdue in a very secret and, and stealthy way, um, and, you know, just, just spy stuff. Um, I also managed to find out from this scientist that there's a launch about to happen. I, I bet that's what the huge clock is counting down to, Agent Bonk replied. You really are the best there is, Agent Bonk. Now, go and stop Maniacal Maria. Agent Bonk stood up from behind the crate, now looking to all who passed as though he were just another scientist getting ready for the big launch. He strode through the big open space as though he belonged there. Not a single scientist looked up at him. They just continued to rush around. One scientist nearly ran straight into him as she looked down at the clipboard in her hands. Excuse me, please watch where you're going, she said, still not even remotely beginning to look up from the paper in front of her. It seemed as though the disguise was working perfectly. Now, where to go, thought Agent Bonk. There were so many doors in this enormous space on so many levels, it would be impossible to know which one to go through. He supposed that the best place to start would be to simply walk up to each door and see what was behind each of them. But he would have to do it as quickly as possible, as there was less than 30 minutes left on the countdown. He walked up to the door nearest to him, cracked the door open a little and peeked inside. There was an enormous fan at one end of the room, surrounded by scientists, all staring at a small scientist who was in the very centre of the room. One scientist turned to another and said, Right, switch it on. And the scientist next to them pulled on an enormous lever. A huge gust of wind ripped through the room as the fan blade span into motion. The tiny scientist in the middle of the room was picked up by the gust of wind and thrown across the room into an enormous baseball glove on the other side. The scientists turned to each other, nodding and smiling, as one of them said, Excellent! Now, why don't we try speed level 999? This didn't seem to have anything to do with the launch that was about to happen. Whatever naughty plan Maniacal Maria had these scientists working on the fan for would have to wait. As he closed the door quietly to make sure nobody noticed him there, Agent Jim Bonk heard two scientists talking as they walked along behind him. Quickly, Professor Withers, we're already running late for the launch. You know how grumpy maniacal Maria can get. I'm running as fast as I can, Dr. Quithers. My legs haven't been the same since maniacal Maria made me drink that potion which turned them into jelly. It's only just worn off. I was bouncing all over the place. I wasn't able to stand still for over two weeks. Well, if you don't want your legs turned to jelly again, we need to hurry up. The launch is happening this way. Agent Bonk's incredible luck had struck again. These two scientists would lead him directly to the launch of whatever rocket Maniacal Maria had prepared. 
slipping smoothly among serious-looking scientists scratching their scalps and sorting out situations, Jim Bonk followed the conversation he had overheard, never getting too close, making sure that Professor Withers and Dr. Quithers had no idea he followed them hither and thither. All the while, Agent Bonk kept looking at his watch, the launch time getting nearer and nearer. He followed them up two flights of stairs, down an escalator, round many corners, up five flights in an elevator, then back down another set of stairs, until eventually they arrived at a door. Above the door was a sign that said, Super Secret Launch! No Spies Allowed! Underneath that sign was another clock, counting down the time until the launch, which was now only ten minutes away. The two scientists pulled out keycards from their pockets, swiped them in a machine next to the door, and the door slid open for them. They walked through and the door snapped shut behind them. Agent Bonk ran forward and tried to slip in right behind them, but the door closed too quick and he was stuck outside. Leaning in close, Agent Bonk could see that the keycard lock was going to be impossible to break into. He hadn't been given any special gadgets by Mission Control that would help him. It looked like it was all over. For the first time ever, he was going to fail his mission. He leaned back against the wall, scratched his head with one hand, and put the other hand in the pocket of the scientist's lab coat. When he felt something, there was something small and thin in the pocket. It felt like it was made out of plastic. He gripped it and pulled it out of the pocket. It was a key card that belonged to the scientist who had put their lab coat on the crate. There was a name on it. It belonged to Engineer Twithers and said they had maximum security level. Agent Bonk couldn't believe it. Just as he had thought his mission was over, his luck had turned things around once again. A quick swipe of the keycard and Jim was through the door. He found himself in a long, thin room. The ceilings were very high, and the room was very dark, as the walls had been painted black. In the middle of the roof was another open circle that looked out at the sky. There was a red table that ran all the way down the middle of the room, with lights that hung over it on long wires that ran down from the ceiling. On the table were lots of bowls of fruit. At this table were many tall black chairs with scientists sat at them, looking in the direction of a lady at the very top of the table. A voice echoed around the hall, a voice that Jim knew well. It was the voice of Maniacal Maria. I have to congratulate you all on such an impressive and speedy preparation for today's launch. Of course... I have to congratulate myself even more, as it was, you know, all my idea. When we launch in just a short while, the world isn't going to know what's hit it, she said to her scientist assistants, as she pointed to yet another clock counting down until launch. The time on the clock now said there was only two minutes left. Agent Bonk had no time to waste. If he was going to stop Maniacal Maria, it was now or never. Agent Jim Bonk emerged from the shadows and revealed himself to the table. 
In the name of all that is good in the world, I'm here to stop you, he cried. The room sat in silence until one scientist piped up, saying, Is that Engineer Twithers? It looks like Engineer Twithers. It's Engineer Twithers' coat, that's for sure. No, you fools, shouted Maniacal Maria. It's Agent Jim Bonk. Agent Bonk removed his scientist coat disguise and threw it to the ground. The scientists around the room all let out a big gasp. Indeed, it is I, Agent Jim Bonk, the top spy in all the world. And I'm here to stop whatever rocket you're launching today and to put an end to your evil scheme. Once again, the room was silent. Then suddenly all the scientists and Maniacal Maria began to laugh. It wasn't a small laugh, certainly no chuckle. It was a full belly laugh. Some of the scientists were laughing so hard that they had tears running down their cheeks. Oh, Agent Bonk, you fool, said Maria. We're not launching a rocket today. We're launching our new evil genius clothing line. Look! And she pointed at a large screen behind her, which had lots of photos of scientists in different colored lab coats. We're launching our new coats. They come in lots of cool colors. For too long, the world has looked down on scientists making us look uncool. We're going to make evil science the new hottest fashion trend. Soon every girl and boy in the world will want to look like us and will want to grow up to be like us. They'll be queuing at the door to join my evil genius organization. Agent Bunk was confused. But Mission Control said they had information that you were launching a rocket today, he said. Maniacal Maria shook her head. No, 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 no rocket launch today. No, that's next week. Next week I'm launching a rocket. A rocket that will send a satellite into space. That satellite will hack into every screen in the world and play a hypnotizing video, which will hypnotize everyone that watches it into skipping for the rest of their lives. They won't be able to stop. They'll never be able to walk anywhere ever again. The countdown for that launch has already begun, see? And she pointed at yet another countdown clock, except above this one it said, Evil Rocket Launch. And the countdown said seven days, 23 hours, and one minute. The plan is already in motion, Agent Bonk. That rocket is set to be launched next week, and the only thing that can stop it is pressing this button right here. Next to Maria was an enormous red button that said, Emergency Launch Stop. A world in which nobody could stop skipping did not sound good to Agent Jim. Skipping was fun for a bit, but not for the rest of your life. That would just be tiring. And what if you needed to carry something like a glass of water? There was no way you'd be able to carry it without spilling it everywhere if you were skipping. Agent Jim put his hands on his hips and bravely said, Maniacal Maria, I can't let you get away with this. I'm going to stop that rocket launch and save the world from a lifetime of tired legs. Oh, really? Will you now? Asked Maria, before shouting at her evil scientist henchman, Get him! Suddenly, all the scientists jumped up from their seats and rushed at Agent Bonk. 
Jim ran towards the table and jumped onto it to avoid the rush of white lab coats. He ran along the table and leapt into the air, grabbing hold of one of the long lamps hanging from the ceiling in an attempt to swing across the room. But the wire of the light snapped! Agent Bonk was sent flying through the air and crash-landed into one of the bowls of fruit. Oranges and bananas went everywhere in a tidal wave of juice. But somehow, Agent Bonk landed on an apple which rolled down the table as he balanced on top, just like a clown balancing on a ball at the circus. He rolled and rolled the whole way down the table until suddenly he reached the end and was thrown into the air by speed. Everything seemed to slow down for a second as Agent Bonk travelled through the room, feet high in the air, directly towards the emergency stop button. With an almighty thud, Agent Jim collided with the button nose first. The button clicked. Well, that was a stroke of luck, thought Agent Jim. As he fell to the ground, he heard a computer's voice say, Emergency launch stop activated. Rocket launch cancelled. Rocket will jellify in T-minus five minutes. What have you done? shouted Maniacal Maria. All the months of planning down the drain, that rocket was going to be my most evil and maniacal plan yet. And now it's going to be jellified. Jellified? asked Agent Jim Bunk. Yes, I programmed it to get jellified. It's going to turn into a huge blob of jelly that will fill the whole secret base. Agent Bonk looked around and could see scientists scrambling in all directions, running out of the door, trying to avoid the oncoming tidal wave of jelly that was about to erupt through the base, including Professor Withers, who was shrieking, No, not more jelly! I've only just got my legs unjellified! I've had enough jelly for a lifetime! Jim Bonk raised his watch to his mouth and radioed mission control. Major General, do you read me? I've been successful in stopping the launch of the rocket. The watch crackled and then came the voice of Major General Geraldine Major. I knew we could rely on you, Agent Bonk. You never let us down. There's only one problem, replied Jim. The secret base is about to be filled with jelly, and I don't want to be caught in that sticky situation. Don't worry, Agent Bonk. We're one step ahead of you. Look up. Agent Jim Bonk raised his eyes to the ceiling and at the open circle in the roof he could see a small dot in the sky above. Then suddenly, a rope ladder dropped down through the hole, unfurling its way down to Jim on the table below. It came to a perfect stop right next to him. Quick, Agent Bonk, jump onto that ladder. He did not need telling twice. He placed his feet on a ladder rung and gripped tight with his hands as the ladder began to lift him up through the room, through the hole in the ceiling, and out into the sky above as Agent Jim was carried along by a helicopter. As he soared through the sky, he looked back down at the secret island base below, which began to rumble, before suddenly there was an explosion of bright purple jelly, and scientists were thrown in all directions, bouncing from jelly blob to jelly blob. Another excellent mission, Agent Bonk, came the voice of Major General Geraldine Major through his watch. Now, return to base for your next mission. I must, Ash. 
I've just found a new website that's launched with a range of fashionable scientist lab coats that look delightful and they're selling out very fast. I have to say, I never thought science could look so cool. I'll see you at base. Congratulations once again, Agent Bonk. Pulling out the pair of sunglasses that Dawkins had given him, Jim placed them on his face as he coolly turned to look back at the mass of billowing jelly that was expanding across the island below. Well, he said, I think it's time for me to bounce. And that is the end of this adventure. Thank you so much for listening. What was your favourite part of the story? Maybe you could keep using your imagination to draw some pictures from today's adventure. If you're enjoying Tall Tales with Alex, don't forget to tell your friends about it. It would be amazing to share these journeys with even more children. For the parents, guardians and teachers, you can find me at Tall Tales with Alex on Instagram and now at my new website, talltaleswithalex.com. I'm already looking forward to our next adventure. I'll see you then.